Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Let's talk a little bit about wages. They are very high, as you know, over the last few years. We have been pretty much a booming economy, but there is signs of them plateauing at a certain level. And I have on the line now the Central Bank's economist, or one of them, that's Raymond Lydon. He's also co-author of this piece of research. He's joining me now. Hello, Raymond. Uh, good morning, Emmett. Good morning. A lot of us are obsessed with wages because they tell a lot yeah. as much as employment does. We know the wages in Ireland have been going up. We know they are the product of a very, very strong and buoyant economy. What are these um, latest survey details you have? You did it in collaboration with Indeed, the recruitment company. Tell us about the main findings. Yeah, so uh, as you say, uh, wages are have been very... Uh, important topic for the central bank. We have a very high inflation. We want to know how wages are adjusting to that. We've had a tight labour market, and of course, central banks monitoring inflation want to know, uh, you know, what wage pressures might be going forward. So, we teamed up with Indeed to uh, look at wage growth in job ads over the last number of years. And what we find is more or less the the pattern you see there. So, coming out of the pandemic. In the first half of 2022, very strong wage growth uh, with employers looking to hire from a whole range of sectors, but particularly in sectors that were reopening. So we, we see wage growth around the middle of the year, between 5 and 6% in Ireland, very similar to patterns we see actually in other European countries. But as you say, in the last two to three months, we've seen this kind of ease off a little, maybe falling slightly below 5 in the high 4s in, in the most recent month, that is October. So it's around 4.7% in October. Still very strong, so those rates are almost double what we saw before the pandemic, but it seems the kind of very strong wage pressures that we were seeing in the initial reopening are easing off slightly in the most recent data. But that's a very early pattern. It's something we'll we'll track very closely. And it's actually one of the nice things about this collaboration with Indeed. We get very timely information on wage growth very soon after the end of every month. So it's, it's very valuable data for central banks. Now, Raymond, in terms of the, the sort of granular nature of the data, are you getting any sense of what sectors are plateauing and, and what sectors have this very high wage growth? I, I don't know if does it break it down too, too much for you? Yeah, yeah. So we get uh, quite very detailed breakdowns, uh, as you could probably imagine. So in Ireland, for example, like I said, it was sectors... That, that reopened after the pandemic or where the demand for workers was very strong because of the pandemic. So in Ireland, it's uh, kind of consumer intensive, contact intensive roles that we saw weak demand during the pandemic, but very strong demand as businesses reopened. So things like um, retail, uh, cons- customer service, sales, uh, construction, food preparation and services, all very strong wage growth in, in these job ads way above the average throughout 2022. And then, like I said, you've got these kind of pandemic jobs. So any jobs relating to transport and distribution, so loading and stocking, kind of warehousing-related jobs, delivery of goods, driving in particular, still very strong demand for drivers coming out of the pandemic and wage growth far above average in those sorts of sectors. And I would say this is a very similar pattern we see right across all the European countries we analyse. Now, this is probably a reflection, I don't know whether you'd agree with me or not, but probably a reflection of obviously a very tight labour market, but in particular sectors. And I was broadcasting yesterday a news talk talking a little bit about a white-collar recession, what I described as we, we could see a lot of the layoffs in the middle management tiers because mm. skill shortages continue to persist among what they used to call, I don't know if the phrase is even used anymore, but blue-collar roles. I mean, do you think that's likely, based on these figures, are, are the wage pressures coming through kind of all over the place? 
Yeah, so the wage pressures are very broad. That's one of the pieces of analysis we do. So we look at um, scores of different occupations, and what we see is wage growth is above 3% in almost all of the occupations we look at. And that 3% is a key figure because central banks will look at uh, that as a threshold for, you know, our wage pressures feeding through to inflation pressures particularly high. So the pressures are very broad-based. But I will say that uh, in other analysis that Indeed have done, we have seen job postings, so the number of job openings decline more sharply in some of those sectors that you're talking about. So, for example, the the decline in job openings for tech-related jobs or very skilled IT jobs has been a little bit larger in, in recent months, but it's still far above the uh, kind of pre-pandemic level, but it has tailed off. Now, I suppose the biggest problem or, or challenge for something like this is to be, as you say, as up-to-date as possible. We know that there is expected to be a number of layoffs announced today, including Meta, to make an announcement about mid-morning, I understand. Now, I'm not asking you to comment on that for obvious reasons, but no. you're, you're trying to keep up-to-date. Is there a slight sense of lagging in these data that these are jobs that were posted you know, a few weeks ago and that, that this is a very fast-moving situation, that the dynamic is changing kind of right in front of our eyes? Yeah, I mean, all, all all data on the labor market is lagging to some extent. But, you know, when you compare this with other kind of sources, like the CSO publishes lots of very good labor market data, but that's very lagging. You know, it's usually available up to three months after the event. So our data comes out about a week after the end of the month. So it is very, very timely. You're right. This is uh, postings that employers put up maybe two, three weeks ago. But I will say it's still a very timely indicator because it's what employers expect to have to pay to hire. And these are empl- employees that they will onboard over the next year. So to an extent, I- in job postings, there is kind of a forward-looking element in it as well. So I think, yeah, it's it's not uh, available and perfectly forward-looking, but there are forward-looking elements in it, and we think that's the particular valuable, valuable aspect about it. Yeah, and I suppose in the next few months, as you say, you're seeing the start of a trend, that plateauing. Does it stay like that? Does it drop? What exactly happens? You will actually be able to track that over the yeah. next few months, which that, is That the is the absolute key, yeah, yeah. Okay, Raymond Lydon, who is a central bank economist and he's co-author of that research, which is done with the recruitment company Indeed. Thanks for bringing us up to speed on where that is. And- Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.